Thank you for listening to the Direction for Life broadcast with Drs. Herbert and Marsha Bailey. We'd love to have you at any of our three campuses. In Columbia, join us at 3506 Broad River Road. If you're in Orangeburg, meet us at 990 Willington Drive. In Florence, join us at 1507 West King Avenue. For more information, including service times, visit rdci.info. We hope you enjoy today's broadcast. Today's message is, I'm in a faith fight by Pastor Chandler Bailey. I am what it says I am. I'm doing what it says I can do. I'm having everything it says I can. Go ahead and stand up. When I hear God's word today, I believe it. I receive it through my ears, down into my heart, lived out through my life. So I'll never be the same again in Jesus name. Amen. Before you take your seat, someone say, "Uh uh-oh, Satan. I'm about to sit on the word of God. Now have your seat. What's the big fuss about? Why are you mad? What's going on with your attitude? Why are you so gangster right now? What's going on between the promos and now? The title of my sermon is, I'm in a faith fight. I'm in a faith fight. Do I have anybody in here in a faith fight? A faith fight. I'm in a faith fight. My attitude's not as best as it should be. The fruits of the spirit are being squeezed in my life. Why? Because I'm in a faith I got to watch out what I say. I can be a little irritated unless I'm under the word because I'm in a faith I'm holy. I pray in the Holy Ghost, but the Satan's trying to get me to cuss in the devil ghost. I'm in a faith so you're going to act super saved or super real this morning as you discover yourself. Come on, let's thank God for our leadership, Bishop and Dr. Marsha. Thank God for them. Come on, let's thank God for our praise and worship ministry, our band. And the reason why I'm thanking God for them, because in my sermon, you're going to understand the importance of giving God praise and thanking God for those who show up intentionally every week to make sure they lead us into praise and worship. Come on, let's thank God for them one more time. I'm in a faith fight. I'm in a faith fight. First Timothy 6 and 11 is our scripture foundation this morning. And it reads, fight. The, matter of fact, stand up for me real quick. Stand up for me for the foundational scripture. You can look at the screens if you don't have a, a, a paper Bible. It's, it reads, fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold on eternal life. To you which are also and have confessed the good confession in the presence of many witnesses. I urge you in the sight of God who gives life to all things. How many things? things. And before Christ Jesus who witnessed the good confession before Pontius Pilate. That you keep this commandment without spot, blameless unto our Lord Jesus Christ appearing. Notice the word commandment is in that scripture. Commandment. This is the New Testament. Testament. This is the word of Timothy. And we're seeing the word commandment here. We're seeing the word commandment. You may have your seats. We're seeing the word commandment. There's two commandments, church, in the New Testament. I know in the Old Testament, Jesus came to fulfill the law. The only two commandments left are this. Faith and love. You are commanded to keep the faith. And you are commanded to love. 
These are the only laws or laws that the law that Jesus allowed to stay in the earth. Love and faith. That's why we see later on in the New Testament, it says, will God find, still find faith in the earth? Why is he looking for faith? Because it's a law. He's commanding his people to keep the faith, and he's commanding his people to love one another. The two outstanding New Testament laws, the two laws, he, all these things are fulfilled in love. And God's saying, I still want to make sure my believers are in faith, they're believing always, and they're loving people even when the fruits of the Spirit get squeezed. So I'm in a faith fight. And the reason why I titled this message, I'm in a faith fight, is for you to understand you will have to fight this all the days of your life because this is a legal fight. And God has allowed Satan to attack your faith because it's a win-win situation for God. I'm going to show you why it's a win-win situation for God. Verse 12, New Living Translation. Fight the good fight of faith for true faith. Hold tightly to eternal life to which God has called you, which you have declared so well before many witnesses. You opened up your mouth and you gave God a praise like five minutes ago. Some of you in here have said amen. Some of you have said other things in that moment when we were high energy in the realm of the spirit. Satan heard you. Hell heard you. He's not going to attack you now because when two or three gather or two or three hundred are gathered, there he is with us. So when is he going to attack you? Tomorrow. And you're like, where is this coming from? You came to church and the hell was like, where did you come from? When you praise God and you jump and you dance and you open up your mouth and you decree, decree a thing, declare a thing, speak something that does not exist in your life visibly because you know it exists in your invisible, you are messing with the kingdom of hell. So I want to talk to you from the subject, I'm in a faith fight. 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 It's a faith fight. It's not just a religious fight. It's a faith fight. Fighting the good fight of faith means just that. Ensuring that we win. God is for us. He loves us. If we believe we are on his side, those who believe love and serve God with faith, guess what? You're going to have the victory. Look to your neighbor to your left and right and say, I'm in a faith fight. I'm in a faith fight. What's going on with you? Nothing. You all right? Yeah. Then why are you acting like that? I don't know. Then what's going on? I don't know. I don't know. I'm good. I'm straight. What's going on with him? What's going on with her? I'll tell you. She, he is in a faith fight. As a believer, when, you, when your friend or someone who has a prayer life, says, how are you? And you go, I'm good. You're in a faith fight. You're lying. The reason why the energy comes off that way is because you ain't good. But you know you don't have time to speak that you're not good, so I'll say the right word with the bad energy. Because at least the word can still work. Because I'm not feeling good, but what I said was good. Come on, that's faith. Faith is when you don't feel good, but you say, I'm energized in the name of Jesus. See, what happens is you send that word in the future. And even though you presently don't feel good, tomorrow you will. And you're like, where did this energy come from? It came when you said it when you didn't have it. And when you're in a faith fight, the Satan is after the prophetic word that comes from your tongue and comes from your mouth. And so you got to release it. Look to your neighbor and say, release it. No matter how you feel, release it. No matter what's going on, release it.
release it. No matter what's going on in your home, release it. No matter what's going on in your mind, release it. You have to speak faith and fight with your words all the time. So he or she, she's in a faith fight. I'm in a faith fight. First Peter 1, 6 through 7 shares with us why God allows us to be in this internal frustration spiritually. It says, wherein ye great rejoice, though now for a season, if need be, you are in heaviness through manifold temptations. Why? Here's the answer. Why God allows you to be in a faith fight, bro, and it's a win-win situation. Here it is right now. That the trial of your faith being much more precious than of gold that perisheth, though it be tried with fire, might be found unto praise and honor and glory at the appearing of Jesus Christ. God has allowed your life to be an oven. And your world is food service. And he allows the faith to cook in your life when you don't have manifestation, when you're frustrated, when you're believing God for healing, believing God for results, he allows your life to hang in there and the fire darts come, but they don't penetrate. And he's like, and you're like, why God, why are you leaving me in this? Why won't you get me out of this? Why don't I have a new car yet? Why don't I have a new house yet? Why am I still renting? God is allowing that faith to cook in your life. He's like, nah, it's not medium well yet. And for some of you, for your generations to cur- be cursed and be killed and destroyed, he want that faith well done my good and faithful servant. So he allows it to sit in your life and you've been in an apartment for too long. You've been at this church for too long and you're wondering what's going on with your prosperity. God said, I got to make sure all your family members know that well done, my good and faithful servant. He is allowing faith to cook in your life. Why? It's more precious than gold. It's more precious than gold. What does that mean? God enjoys watching Chandler Bailey believe God for something when he's frustrated. That's worth more to him than my manifestation in the natural. What's worth more to God is me spiritually believing and declaring and speaking and saying and receiving and having. It's worth more to God me doing what I need to do by the spirit than having what I need by the natural. Someone say, I'm in a faith fight. Hard to articulate what's going on with them. They're in a faith fight. Hard to articulate what's going on with me. I'm in a faith fight. I'm a little rough around the edges because I'm in a faith fight. Yeah, them fruits of the spirit, they dried up. They like wine now. I'm drunk with my fruits of the spirit. You ever have someone you don't know, are you okay today? Are you not? They're a believer, but you don't know what's going on with them. They're in a faith fight. They're in a faith fight. But yes, this fight is also confusion. Confusing. Second Chronicles 20 and 15 reads, he said, listen, all you people of Judah and Jerusalem, listen, King Jehoshaphat, this is what the Lord says. Do not be afraid. Don't be discouraged by this mighty army for the battle is not yours, but the Lord's. My first point, ownership issues. When you're in a faith fight, a lot of times we have ownership issues. The believing belongs to me, but the battle belongs to the Lord. That's the conflict. I'm confused. You want to fight, but God says, shh, believe. The believing belongs to me. The battle belongs to God. And I'm in a faith fight, and I have ownership issues. The pride of life tries to get to me, and I start trying to buy stuff I shouldn't buy. 
I start trying to covet other believers' manifestation that's not my manifestation. Instead of going to the housewarming and sowing a seed and buying them something for the house, I don't show up and I don't answer the invitation because I'm believing God for a house and why that person in my ministry got a house before me. Instead of realizing that's the opportunity to cook your faith so it can come out as pure gold. So before you have a house, you're allowing your faith to be cooked in someone else's manifestation. Some of your manifestation is tied into you sowing seeds into others. Others what? Others' manifestation. When you're disappointed in someone else's breakthrough, you miss your appointment for your breakthrough. This, disconnect to the appointment of breakthrough. And see, you're looking at the person, but God said look at the culture. See, God's not seeing, and Satan doesn't see, and the spiritual realm does not see, oh, she's just jealous of her. So let's say you're jealous of someone else's prosperity. The reason why you're in poverty is because God does not see it as you're jealous of their prosperity. The angels in the spirit realm sees that you're jealous of prosperity. And you disconnect from prosperity. That's why you can't look at the person. You got to see what's behind them. You got to see in the invisible and say, God is using that person. God is blessing that person. And when you get excited, what happens is you get fired up about someone else's and your faith fight. Now what's on them starts to get on you. And it's not about who the person is. It's the culture of prosperity flowing on your life, flowing on your family, because you decided to operate in your faith fight correctly. Someone say, I'm in a faith fight. So we got to process these ownership issues. So I have issues. I have issues at times. You have issues. And I'm dealing with ownership issues. I have ownership issues. This makes the fight much harder than I anticipated it to be. Why? Because the believing, when it comes to the real estate of faith, the believing is my property. The battle is his property. And when you are fighting something in the natural that God wants you to believe in the spiritual, you are crossing grounds. That's a boundary in the realm of the spirit. And you're trying to be God versus believe on God. And God wants your faith, remember? So he wants your faith, and you should want God to fight. So you should believe God and trust that God's going to fight. God's going to fight for it. God's going to fight. Why? Because you already have it because the blood of Jesus works. And he died on the cross for it. So God is going to fight for my manifestation. Because if he does not fight for your manifestation, guess what happens? His son died in vain. So you have to allow your issues to be your issues and God's issues to be God's issues. I wonder why Moses reminded God of his own word. I wonder why Abraham reminded God of God's word. What do these narratives show us, church? They show us that they were frustrated too, but instead of entering into the flesh, they said, let me go back to believing and remind God what I'm believing God for. Instead of getting frustrated and mad with people and mean with people, let me just go back to God and say, God, now you know, you know I need a car. You know I want to join the choir. You know I want to do more. You know I want to be more generous. But I can't be generous because this job is completely horrible. So, God, I'm, I'm believing you for the job that, 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 that has the God job where I can spend time with my spouse and I can spend time with my kids and I can manage my money and I can live a lifestyle that gives you glory. Amen, amen. I'm in a faith fight. So watch out for ownership issues. Exodus 14 and 14 says, the Lord will fight for you and you have only to be So, when you're in this battle and you're in this faith fight, we have to learn the power of our shh. 
The Lord will fight you, fight for you, and you have only to be silent. When you finally shut up about it, God will fight and figure it out for you. You're too busy complaining to your coworker for the covenant to actually manifest in your life. You're too busy telling your secrets of how you feel to others before, so God can't manifest himself from the secret place. The Lord will fight. There's power in my Don't snitch. God is about to take care of your itch. Don't complain. God's about to vindicate his name. Don't quit. God's about to get real lit. Look to your neighbor and go, shh. There's power in my shh. This word silence makes more sense in the Greek. This, this word silence means a cigaho. Someone say cigaho. We're going to have fun. Cigaho. It means, check this out, to hold one's peace. Keep silence. Keep close. Keep secret that you're mad that you don't have your home yet. Keep quiet that I'm upset that I don't have the vehicle I want yet. Keep it a secret that your marriage is under attack. Shh, shh, shh. This is my worship. Pastor, I'm available to serve. What's going on, man? Uh, oh, what's going on with one of my lids? I can't tell. Why? Because she's Sigaho. Why everybody in the church got to know about your attitude when you believe in God for something? Why we all got to know you work in your faith by how mean you are? Why does your middle finger tell me that mama's in faith? Why does your cuss words when you drive let me know that you believe in God for your next level? Come on. You got to learn how to see God hold. Say it. See God. Hold one's peace. I'm in a faith fight. Hold one's peace. No longer to be discussed is another translation. No longer. Another word is heisukatsu. Heisukatsu. That's another Greek word. It means to be still. It is used as holding one's peace, being, being silent. silent. Luke 14 and 4 and Acts 11 and 18. They said we cease. We heisukatsu. Quiet. It refers to the absence, check this out, of internal disturbance. A tranquility arising from within. You have a spiritual spa. This is good, Minister Joyce. We have a spiritual spa in our spirit called the Holy Ghost that wants to be a trait quality. It wants to make us feel at peace that surpasses all understanding. The reason why yesterday during a funeral when Minister CJ prayed for the family, he declared a peace that surpasses understanding. What he's declaring, that a peace rises from within a hazukatsu. A hesukatso, a tranquility from within. I know around you in your mind, it looks like you can't have peace. You want to pull your hair out. How has this happened to me? How am I supposed to keep the faith? My heart is broken. Just God's going to pull something out from within you. Someone say, I'm in a faith fight. God's going to pull an inner tranquility and this disturbance that's going on the inside as I wait. I'm going to be able to show up at church with a good attitude. I'm going to be able to love my enemies, even though they get on my nerves. Because my nerves are up here, but my tranquility is in here. I'm going to upload my tranquility and speak to that manager that I don't like. Good morning. And they're going to be mad because they can't figure you out. And why you upset? They're like, what's going on? What happened was I got a hate you, console. 
evil. It refers to an absence of eternal disturbance, tranquility arising from within. I'm in a faith fight. Fight the good fight of faith, Timothy said. Lay hold to eternal life, whereunto thou art also called, and hast professed a good profession before many witnesses. When you open your mouth and you say something in the church, and Bishop Dr. Martin say, say it right now, you're the head and not tail. Say amen. You go, amen. You are saying something in front of witnesses. And so you feel like your weak's under attack. No, what's under attack is the devil is embarrassed that you confess something in front of others. You don't confess you're the head and not the tail. You don't confess that you're the healed and not the sick. You don't confess that you're going in good and God's going to bring you out better. You done said something and God and God has declared it and the devil is feeling shame and embarrassed that even though you don't have the money you need in the natural, you're still tithing in the supernatural. And now Satan is feeling shame because he wants you to feel something else. So since the fight doesn't belong to me, the fight belongs to God. The believing belongs to me. The battle belongs to him. I got to release these ownership issues, allow God to have his real estate property in my life, and I have my real estate property in my life. I believe he goes to battle. 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 Another way to fight during this month of worship, as we all been knowing, is you fight by giving God praise in all your situations. In all your circumstances. In it, in it, in it. Don't wait till you get out of it. Shame the devil while you praise God in it. I'm in a faith fight, not a feeling fight, not a flesh fight, a faith fight. So if I don't praise God while I'm in it, that's not faith. If I praise God when I get out of it, that's what anybody else can do. I have to praise God for your grandma's healing while she's in the hospital. Not just, whoo, my God, I felt that in the spirit. Not just when she gets out of the hospital. You start praising God for loved ones while they're in the hospital. What happens is, and you're like, why are you acting like you're praising God? Why are you rejoicing? It, I'm praising God in it, in the circumstance, in the doctor's report. From the doctor's report, I'm rejoicing from my healing while they sticking the needle in. I'm just, shut up. The doctor, hold still, hold still. Watch out. You know how she does. Every time she got, we got to do the thing, she starts to praise God. She starts, come on. Right now, you could, be, you could be in the hospital right now streaming, and God is saying, from your bed, praise God. Imagine yourself walking. Imagine yourself feeding yourself. Imagine yourself doing for yourself. Come on. You're in a faith fight. This has nothing to do with how you feel. Think about the goodness of God. Give God a praise streaming from your hospital. Praise God. From your circumstance, in Jesus' name. I will give thee thanks. I will give thee thanks. He inhabits the praise of his people. Israel represents us now because of the new covenant. He inhabits his praise to Israel. Another way to be in your faith fight and fight within order is to lift up a loud noise. A loud noise. Psalms 29 and 5, meaning you don't have this because God gave this to me this morning. I'll give you a little bit of time. I'll talk about it. But God's, when you lift up a loud noise, God screams louder than you. And Psalms 29 and 5 says the voice of God breaks the cedar. It means the hardest wood. So when you scream and rejoice from your situation very, very loud, 
God's voice says they can't top me. And he starts to shout his victory over the battlefield. And your hardest situation starts to break. Someone lift up a loud noise up in here. in the fight of your life, it may just be a fight for your faith. Don't cave in because God is fighting for you. Pastor Chandler Bailey encourages you to stay in the fight until your victory is declared. Order this single message today. You may also get the MP3 download. Just call 1-877-798-LIFE or go online to rdci.info. Ask for I'm in a faith fight. As we continue to socially distance, be sure to stay connected with us online. Stream our services on Facebook and YouTube, as well as rdci.info via the Watch Live tab. Sunday morning services are at 7.30 a.m. and 10.30 a.m. on YouTube, Facebook, and our website. Wednesday Bible study airs at 12 noon and 7 p.m. Friday, women's Bible study airs at 12 noon via Facebook Live. Consider connecting with us as a partner or an iChurch member. More information about our partnership and iChurch member services can be found on our website at rdci.info. For consistent updates and encouragement, connect with us on social media through Facebook at Right Direction Church International and on Twitter and Instagram at the RDCI. Right Direction Ministries, transforming lives and impacting generations.